Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 72 of the Talking With A Dad podcast. This evening, Stevie, I'm excited for the show. Yeah? Always. I'm always excited. This is this is something that should should be without should go without being said. I'm always very excited to do these shows. Uh how was your Tarkov run, bud? Successful. <laughs> As it's the only run I've run in months <laughs> since like the week after the wipe happened or whatever. Um yeah. I intended on dying very early, so I brought I bought a million a million rubles worth of stuff to go in with and came out alive. So that's always a good rubles. Day. Rubles. Rubles. Absolutely. Want- pure Russian rubles. Did you have you watched Borat yet? No. No. Every time I sit down I, I sit down to do it, something else I have to do something else. So <laughs> I started like to click on it, then I was like, you know what? That part of my life is over. I'm Listen, sure that the, I the want- first one went down in history. There's no way this one could be good. Like, I'm just here for the Giuliani shenanigans. That's all I'm here Listen, for. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'm going to attempt to watch it at some point this week. Um, v- very much so going to attempt. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I feel like something's something going on this week. Something is going on this week. Something won't die this week. It's, it's it's still going on. We were talking about it on the live stream, but I think you're talking about something else. What else is going on this week? Oh, I, no, I, th- I thought there was some like video game thing going on this week. I I, I wasn't talking about the election. I wasn't talking about anything. I don't know. I, 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 Mortal I, Kombat tournament's still going on. Uh, still? Oh, all 17 people are still <laughs> entertained. Uh, is there a fight on tomorrow? <laughs> because I've gotten quite spoiled, right? I assume. Uh, there is, point, I think. Right. I assume that there is a fight, and I, I expect it to be there. Yes. Thiago Santos, was- Glover Teixeira. The return. <sighs> The return of the Glover. No, no, the return return. of Thiago Santos after blowing Uh, both ACLs. (laughs) On his own kicks. Not even checked kicks. kicks. (laughs) Claudia Gedalia is fighting. Ian Heinish is fighting. Andre Arlovsky is fighting Tanner Bozer in the co-main event, and that's a fucking stretch. Um, Yeah, Darren Elkins is fighting very early on the prelims. This is a stacked card. Oh, this is uh, great. This is great. <laughs> you see uh, Corey Anderson send uh, Melvin Manoff uh, to the nether realms of hell and Bellator. What, Corey Anderson won his debut? Yeah. He I didn't de- see well, it. I, I knew it ha- I knew it was happening, but I didn't see it. It was it was stacked for him. Not that, uh, interesting enough, Melvin Manoff uh, has a win over Mark Hunt in, uh, yeah. I believe, in Pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but come on. They, they couldn't have picked a better opponent for Corey. <laughs> Listen, Bellator does that better than than the UFC. Let's be fair, right? If they have someone they want to be uh, at the top of at the top of Bellator, they make the, they make them go through the rounds. Unless they're a former UFC champion or a oh, yeah. high level UFC fighter, Ryan Bader is a good example. He just went straight to the top. But you know, Corey he, Anderson needed needs development fights still. He doesn't need to be fighting top five guys in the UFC. Corey Anderson still needs to be on on a development contract. <laughs> He's been on a development contract since he won the Ultimate Fighter. Dude, when do you take him off the development? Contract? Give him better development fights, then. <laughs> don't fucking... like you don't get you don't get much more developmental than living in a house with twelve other guys with fights that, that just don't count like against weekend. your record. Listen, uh, you can't you can't like he won over what Johnny Walker, and then they're like, all right, let's give him someone else, and it's like. 
No, because Johnny Walker also needs to be in development as well. <laughs> like, well, you know what the crazy thing is? Uh, Corey Anderson has been knocked out by uh, John. He's been knocked out by, oh, what was this dude's name? English fellow used to train with, uh, got beat by Alexander Gustafson and then went Jimmy Manoa, got knocked out by yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. There was, like, there were uh, some pretty severe knockouts in Corey's career. And the fact that he beat Johnny Walker and everyone's like, what's going to happen? I'm like, this is Phil Davis all over again. I'm going to have to listen to these crazy people yeah, talking here's the about issue, it. Right? Like, he fought, he beat Glover, he beat, uh, I, Alir Latifi and he beat Wait, Johnny Corey Walker. Anderson beat Glover? Yeah, in 2018. This is like this is like in between Glover Glover's third and fourth career, you know? Okay. Right. All he's right, in right. four, he's number four right now. He's looking good right now. I don't think yeah, Glover number now five. beats <laughs> Is it is it career number five? Um yeah. Glover now beats Corey Anderson. Let's be fair. Um then he beats Johnny Walker, and then they're like, Well, let's give him Jan Blokovic. That's a bad idea for anybody. The guy's the champion right now. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking about resurgences in his career, like when Blockovich. they write the movie on on Blockovich's life, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be amazing because whatever whatever happens with the style bender fight, and I give him a 50-50 split on that by the way. I know people are going to get mad at me for saying that. I think he wins. But uh I he I think he has just as good a chance as anyone else. We're talking about an accomplished kickboxer. <laughs> also, we're talking about a Polish accomplished kickboxing it's i don't a little know if bit you different, know this. right it was a little bit different yeah that's <laughs> I don't where, know like you... valentina is like a polish kickboxer right like and like she well does... she was in a she was in a polish circuit she's right that's polish what that's what i'm saying she's yeah. not polish she's like ukrainian or russian or something i'm sure yeah but that whole scene so it's like poland denmark uh yeah. I, I forget the other place over right uh, the, the over yeah, yeah. These are these are guys that go regularly to compete against the ties in their own sport, and yeah. usually there's there's a whole a whole thing that goes there. But Jan, uh, you know, Jan deserves a little respect. I don't think he's getting enough respect on his name. <laughs> I mean, his four fights think, in a row were Luke Rockhold, Jacare, Corey Anderson, Dom Reyes. Right? Dom Reyes argue people argue that he won the fight against John. Right. I went back and watched it. I don't believe that anymore. Um, I think John did enough. But he oh, smoked yeah. Dom Reyes. Dude, that first kick to the liver, that changed the way yeah. Dom, Dom was like, oh, yeah, well, I, I got to do something yeah, different. Hell yeah, dude. Me fucking too. <laughs> I looked at was, I looked at Blokovic a little bit different after that. I was like, oh, let's talk about, my God. Let's talk about a little boxing, man. It's starting to heat up in uh, the smaller divisions in boxing, man. So, you know, I was talking to my Ooh, bookie today. Before, hold on. Before, and, uh, before we get into your bookie, uh, Canelo's <laughs> out of his contract with the zone. Yeah, yeah. Free, that's uh, That's huge. Free. That's huge. Free, a- free agents, so to speak. But uh, here's the thing. So now we got to wait to see because there's no settlement reached at this point. I've there scoured will, there the won't be. They, they couldn't be. afford it. We, to- we talked about this. Yeah. They could sell off all of their assets. They don't have any, but they could sell yeah. off everything that they have and still not be able to breach that contract. I think they I think they bless them with ten million and maybe ten on the back end, but they're never gonna they're never gonna be able to pull forty million. Four hundred million dollar contract. They're not gonna be able to pay him the forty million. Well, he he's only due. He's only owed the 80 million for the fights that he's fought on this contract only that's what he's that's what he yeah, well only you know i'd kill half of wisconsin to get my hands on that type uh, of money so there's like nothing personal against wisconsin people you know <laughs> you could do it without being <laughs> noticed out there in fucking fargo that i would be noticed in fargo they'd be like oh he was a, <laughs> he's a he was a strange looking elf fellow you know 
Aves of the darker persuasion. I do miss you working at the school and uh, laughing at the fact that people would never just say, hey, uh, I was working with a black guy named Steve, but they give you the song and dance like over and over. Like, he was tall, well-spoken, if I'm allowed <laughs> to say that. <laughs> Seemed to be educated. I'm not sure how. <laughs> Very strange. No, Canelo's out. 135. <laughs> To 145 division, uh, starting to heat up in boxing. Yeah, it's a it's a sad day. Not a sad day, but you know, some of the top analysts uh, tell you Atlas included, (laughs) they laugh at the fact that the smaller divisions are resurging boxing right now. When I say resurging, it's too early to say that it's making a comeback, right? But we have some compelling fights, sure, in boxing now. And then, of course, we have a topic on here tonight that we have to get to. Topic number four, which is. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. We haven't gotten into topics yet. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Fun fact. I can, I can, I can see you already rubbing your head. <laughs> I know. I'm so, I'm still very confused about it. I remember this when it first happened too. Um, fun fact: Jan Blakovich had a loss to Corey Anderson in, in 2015. Yeah, that was yeah. their second meeting. That was their second yeah. meeting. And uh, uh, Jan famously said after the fight with Corey uh, when he was being interviewed, he was like, "I knew that after he knocked out Johnny Walker, he was going to come in." punch punch hungry sure. and he was going to you know want to strike with me and that was my opportunity Corey anderson's no joke man he's the, a great wrestler yeah he trained with matt hughes in chicago for a little bit mm-hmm. the, where he came from and he tra- obviously uh, changed with mark henry mark and, uh, henry Frank, right uh, that's where he fights out of now yeah jersey actually fun fun story uh he was on frankie Iger's team on the ultimate fighter and uh he moved into frankie's dad's house after oh. the tournament and uh basically you know did that whole thing and they they welcomed him in Yo, screw Corey Anderson, man. I want to talk about the GOAT, Neil Magny, growing some fangs on Twitter, man. Apparently, Neil not only called out your boy, but he was like, yeah, there was a contract or something happened. He was like, and they they gave him someone else. They're they're giving him Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards. So here's the thing, right? Mark my words. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if Neil Magny will ever be champion. But I do know there's a reason that a lot of people duck fights with Neil Magny. <laughs> and then when they do I finally have to fight. I, I don't know why. Neil Magny is the guy in, in the UFC that I'm like. like He's a, he's a sleeper until you're yeah, in there with him. he's a sleeper. <laughs> That's a good way to describe him. I, I, you know. He's gone on. He's gone on a long streak. When you look up his record, that was the one thing Joe Rogan said about him on the show, too. He's like, you know, he's just this very non-assuming guy. You wouldn't even think he was a fighter. But then you look at his record and you realize that he went on like a six or seven fight he went win streak. On a seven there. fight win streak and then loses to Damian Maya, right? He's fighting yeah, a bunch of up. he's fighting a got bunch of like up. nobodies, right? Like Tim Means at the time was was probably okay, but this is 2014. Tim Means is probably on the end of his career, right? No, um, 2014 Tim Means was the dirty bird for real. That man is a dangerous, dangerous sure. man in 2014. Uh lost to Maya, lost to RDA via leg kicks, beat Johnny Hendricks via decision. And uh, beat Kelvin Gastelum, beat Hector Lombard, yeah. Yeah. then loses to Lorenz Larkin, then beats Johnny Hendricks, then loses yeah. to RDA, but then he beats Condit, Craig White, and loses to Santiago Ponzinibbio, right? And then fights two guys. I don't, I, okay, so Anthony Rocco Martin, I know that, and then fights a, a very, very old Robbie Lawler. And it's like, okay, sure, Neil Magny. He could be very good, but he seems to be fighting either people on the tail end of their career or people that I don't know who they are. And that Wait. that's an issue with people who... And he's he's ranked, what, 10 or something? 
But see, that's the problem with the metrics with combat sports, right? Because anyone can fit into that those criteria you just described. Look at uh, say the guy's name for me. Say his name. Who? Chemaya. Uh, Chemayev. He hasn't fought anybody. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, we we, no, we no. talked about this extensively that we think he should fight someone outside the very close fight. to the he top fifteen. Fight Neil, right? He should fight Neil. Yeah, I agree. Not, I'm not. I'm not, not arguing Leon with Edwards. You. Not Leon Edwards. He no, should be not, fighting Neil Magny. He actually, be fighting I, someone. Think I think it's a bad fight for Leon Edwards. But I was watching uh, your boy do some uh, mitt work, and I don't know if he was just focusing on power that day. That's something that people do when they're doing striking. They just throw heavy. Lumbering shots, uh, just to get used to Chimaev. Is, is that who we're talking about, or Leon Edwards? Yeah, no, Chimaev. And uh, I was looking at that and I was like, man, if that is what's coming into the octagon, it's powerful, but it's slow. But so I went we back, saw it against Mershart, right? And he hit him with he hit him with a fucking a lightning bolt, yeah. You know, that you know, that punch was quick. That punch was quick. He didn't want a lightning ball, but there was like, go back and watch it again. I'd be interested to see your uh, your fourth take on it because it was kind of a. I'm not saying it was telegraphed, but something happened there. I, thought, I think it was. I, a little, I, I thought it was originally. I, I think it was. I think it was a little fair there. I think that. <laughs> I think there was a little dare in headlight situation, but you know, hats off to Leon Edwards, man. Uh, he's taking this all in stride. I actually am calling that he's not going to make it to the fights because most of Europe will be closed by that time. I agree. They need to get him out now, or yeah. it'll have to wait until it's back in Abu Dhabi. Do we know what it's scheduled for? It's December, right? Yeah. Which means Vegas, it'll be, it'll be in Vegas, right? He might be over here already. Yeah, they probably stole him in the middle of the night. I agree. Hold on. I'm, uh, I'm watching it right now. You're watching it right now? Yeah, I am. So. What do you think? That was, I, oh. Telegraph <laughs> Telegraphed is hard, man. I, I mean, don't know it, if I would it, say it, it telegraphed, but it came out the chamber for sure. But tell me, there isn't a pause there from the other guy, like a kind of a stutter, kind of like what Holly no, he Holmes stuttered. Went he stuttered immediately. But I think he stuttered because he wanted to go back the other direction, right? It, it, that's what it looks like to me. Is he was circling to his left, and it looks like he stutter stepped to try to step back and go to his right, and just got clobbered. Um, yeah, I, yeah. There was there was definitely Neil, Neil Marshart had a. Uh, uh, or whatever the guy's name is, GM3, um, Gerald Merchart. Um, he started for sure. I give you that. I'll give you that. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this fight plays out, man, because, you know, if he beats uh, Edwards, then obviously he's up well, next for the title. He's up yeah. next for the title. 100%. And almost deserves to be, right? Because Leon deserves yeah. a title oh, shot, right? What, what's the title shot right now? Who's uh, This is at, what, 70 or is this 85? Yeah, uh, 70. 70, so... Who do we have? Is it uh, Burns versus Kamaro? It's Burns versus Kamaro. Uh, whenever they rebook that one, sure. and then uh, you can actually put them all on the same card. In my thinking, man, like that yeah. would have been the move. That would have been the move there. But I know they uh, they want to keep bolstering their fight night numbers, which apparently are doing good. Man, uh, you know what's crazy? I heard that uh, Khabib Gaethje sold seven fifty. That's it. Yeah, seven hundred fifty thousand. Which in the ESPN era is very good. That's it's very good. It's very good. Um, it's crazy to think that uh, the zone sold themselves on the uh, the premise that pay per views were dying. Do you remember those famous words from the half dead Oscar De La Hoya? I don't, uh, I don't care anymore. When he was when he was attacking poor Dana White, the cleanest man in the industry. You can't you you find me something wrong with Dana White. All right, you you show me where he's ever done anything. Give me three examples of Dana doing anyone dirty in their fighting career. 
Off the top of your head, right now, go. None, none. Man's a saint. And then that cokehead De La Hoya comes out of left field defaming the, the greatest pro- <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's true. <laughs> I feel that's who I really feel bad in this whole Canelo situation is, you know, Oscar's just sitting there trying to ignore his phone calls and Canelo's calling him like, I want my money, man. I want my money. <laughs> like someone's got to pay the check. Because he's not named, uh, Golden Boys is not named in the actual suit itself. But at some point, it'll all eyes to go, are going to have to go down to him, right? Yeah, Golden Boy gonna... is saying that he's never getting the money from DAZN, right? And DAZN has yeah. kind of admitted to this now. I have <laughs> no like, idea, what dude. Yeah, what? We don't have money. Um, <laughs> this is all free on your freaking Amazon Fire Stick. Come on. <laughs> Um, what do you want to kick it off with first, big guy? What do you What, what do you want know. to talk? About? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? You want to do the election first? Oh God, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just want to say of, goodbye to the last four viewers. <laughs> as of right now, Biden is in the lead, two sixty four, two fourteen. Um, with I do I don't know how long it takes to fucking count votes in Nevada. But they've reported like six percent more today. Um, yeah. Biden is is growing his lead in Nevada. Right. Um, he has flipped Pennsylvania and is now growing a lead in Pennsylvania. Right. Twenty seven thousand ahead in Pennsylvania and has f- somehow flipped Georgia, the most Republican state that I could think of, s- second to Alabama. Um, right. And he's in the lead by four thousand twenty votes. So. Here's what I want to talk about, right? Sure. If we're if we're doing a Sunday quarterbacking thing, and I'm the guy that has to go in and explain to Trump why he's going to have to concede at some point and move out of the White House, we have to talk about how this type of stuff happened. But we got to talk some, about some of the positives. So obviously, there was a good turnout in Florida for uh, Latino males for Trump. No one expected that. Blew a lot of analysts' mind. There was the needle. Uh, the, Mos- the Masvidal thing helped, I'm sure. Well, that and the whole we don't want to live under a communist regime, that was the perfect bit of propaganda pointed right at the I don't know square. how people, like, people don't understand communism, and that's interesting. But Well, people don't understand communism, they don't understand Marxism, and, uh, but anyway, that's a show <laughs> that we'll do yeah. another day. Here's the crazy thing, right? So they weren't anticipating the, uh, a lot of the black uh, African-American vote, black or otherwise, uh, swinging towards Trump as well. So there's obviously some dissension amongst the ranks. That's another show that you got, you and I can talk about because, it's, you know, obviously the African-American uh, community is not a monolithic community. And there's, you know, everyone has their own opinions on things. Monolithic. Good word. Thank you. Um, but here's what we're left with. We have a Trump where places like Georgia, somehow classical conservatives said, Mm, not this time. Yeah. Now, why would they say that? Well, why here, here's it? what it is: is, is um, Georgia's a lot of cities, right? A- Atlanta, Savannah, Augusta, Athens to an extent. That's where. Um, Holy smokes! They just stole every Greek city state's name. I didn't realize. Correct. And Macon. Um, <laughs> um, and though, and state, and cities are notoriously. Uh, yeah. left-leaning right and that's yeah. that's where biden got a lot of votes but what's really important is that so many people voted right yes last yes. election he lost the popular vote what 53 million to 51 and a half or something right, right. 50, 55 to 53 like it's like 
74.8 million to 70 million votes right now. I would be willing to say like 80% of all eligible people who can vote in this country voted. Well, yeah, I mean, so we talked about this on another episode. Uh, maybe the link will be in the description. Who knows? I, don't, I doubt no it, unless you remember to do it, because I sometimes I, I, I don't even remember to put the video up on the I can't even. I, I can't even remember what video it was, but we talked about this. We actually went over what happened with uh, Hillary and Trump. Was it that people really didn't want to vote for Hillary? There was a little bit of, there was a lot of that. Was it sexism? I can't quantify that. Probably. But I do know this. Uh, people showed up to vote this time, and showed the bell has been rung. fuck up. <laughs> like, people like really, crazy, they got bro. out there and vote, uh, voted. The crazy thing about okay, it, Okay, so it was 65.8 million votes to 62. So, but we're yeah. still at how many? You know, f- you know 40, 20 million more votes or whatever? Yeah. You know, because we're about 10 million on each side more votes? That's... That's a significant increase, right? Well, that so two things we got to deal with right off the bat. Why didn't his message resonate with classic conservatives? The older he lost the older population. A lot of people were saying that's because of the, the poor response in COVID. I would agree in, entirely with that assessment. And then secondly, the thing we got to deal with now is what do we get with a Biden-Harris presidency, right? It's a big question. What, it's a huge question. And I think this is the time where it's, you know, it's a time for reflection. Your immediate victory over Trump might be present right now. Now you got to hold these two accountable. If you get, if anyone ever really wants to know a good show to watch where you can get a very great perspective on it, it's called talking with a dad. But other when other than that, no, there watch, is no other show. There is no other we show. We are your only but, uh, show. We actually, you know what? <laughs> Mix the next part of that statement. But you should really go watch Rising uh, Hill because they have at least one left-leaning correspondent and then they have an extremely right-leaning one. And then they find a good middle ground between them. So you usually get a good amount of information about any subject. And I just think, you know, when you think about classic liberals like Cornell West saying things like, you know, we got to take these people to task. Speaking of Biden and Harris, that we can't just let them fall into their corporatist ways as soon as they get into power and just start kind of like dealing out american jobs again that's true like you want we have to 100 stay on top of these people you can't just be happy with the trump to win over trump sure <laughs> you, you have gotta, to you have to hold him to his his stuff that he said he wants to do right and it's, yeah. i think it's where trump got away is no one held him to the things that he said he was going to do yeah, I mean, and the crazy thing is about about that is so you have the tax plan. There were some things that there were some wins. I, I don't know how much of this he had to do with like the whole uh, embassy in Israel making Israel the you know that move that was really good. That was great optics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, historic uh, the funding for the historic black colleges, the fact that they had to come out every year and kind of beg for money and stuff like that was a sore point in the African in the black community. Okay, and and then he set them up where they don't have to do that anymore. That they just get basic funding, like you know, good sure. move on his part. Great optics. The criminal reform thing, even though it was a, it wasn't a sweeping criminal reform, he spent a lot of time meeting with community leaders, freeing uh criminal uh, freeing uh incarcerated people from prison who have been rehabilitated or commuting their sentences if they had been wrongly convicted and been the heavy handle. So there were some things that happened there that I think were positive. But overall, here's here comes the fuckery, right? So now I just got to be honest with you. His loss of the presidency is 100%. I'm not talking about voter fraud because I'm not going down that road. Is 100% on him. Every chance... 100%. He, yeah, 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 yeah. Every chance that he has had as a leader 
to put rhetoric to the side and just focus on data when people have told him constantly mm -hmm. just talk about the economy just talk about these things talk yeah. about the positives that are coming out of your administration he decided to go and this is when you know someone's not tested in politics he can't stay on task he has to talk about the other shit sure. and so it's all it's all on him that's why his message didn't resonate with 55 year old conservatives right because they were like, well, well i don't know who are the people that that are his base right so the right, one thing right. I, i'm stealing this from someone else and i don't remember who it was that they that's said that's the best type of thought steal it bro they Go said it. that uh it looks like when trump goes up for a speech he has a bunch of bullet points on a piece of paper and 80 percent of the time it looks like he hadn't even read that yet he's like yeah. and we did the the wall <laughs> yes the wall the greatest wall the wall that never was right like and that's interesting, right? Because it seems like personable, right? Like you can like relate to that. Um, yeah. But there's no substance behind there's it. There's no substance, right? He says a lot of words. He speaks at a third grade reading level or something. Like, right. it's absurd, right? He's He speaks in, in fragmented sentences and, and those other stuff, but it's like, it's digestible. It's clippable. He does think, he, the one thing he does really well is he's really good for media. Right, because right. he says right. things in thirty-second segments, and then pauses, and then says more things in thirty-second segments, and it's really easy to clip it and post it and share it and and do all that. And he was he was he was very good at being viral, right? And, no, and that that he was very 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 good at that. But if it would have been that with substance, he wins this by a mile. What one hundred percent? I agree with everything you said. So this is the next part, right? I mean, I I feel for you, generation. This is officially me at 39 years old man saying something i thought i would never say I, i'm getting ready to walk into 40 here soon may very 30th soon. i will absolutely very soon I, I will be leaving behind this mortal coil <laughs> and finally joining the elite club of the 40s which at that point i'm going to be quite uns insufferable i'm i'm hard to do it now oh my i'm going to be extremely wow. hard to do it it's going to get worse <laughs> it's it's a, i'm talking about i'm going through man swings right now mood swings all the time but here's the thing, right? <laughs> I mark my mark my words, Zach. If someone does not start reaching out to the people who made Trump's base, you cannot just write these people off as bigots. You cannot just set set them up as separatists. Like someone has to have the balls to say, "Hey, we need to sit down and figure out what's going on here as a country." Yeah. Like there has there, like I don't give it. There, there comes a point, man, where like yeah, I don't I don't ever want to be called the N word, right? But I've stepped into scenarios where I've had to do my job and been called that word mm -hmm. just to get the job done. Sure. You know, and it does, it does not make me feel good. I wanted to beat that person within an inch of their life. But at some point, we have to step outside of this bubble and go, how did this man rise to power so quickly? Yeah, wh and what, what did he do? What did he do that that uh that played into your core sensibilities so much, you know, that's yeah. a huge question because I'm genuinely curious, right? I'm right. genuinely curious about a lot of that of like, why was this, like, what did he do that made you go, okay, this is my guy. Right. Yeah. And I don't know, truly, I don't know if anyone has a, has a direct answer to that. Um, I've asked, I've, <laughs> I've asked multiple people. I know, I know people, a bunch of people are Trump supporters, right? Most um, people are ashamed to say that what they're really feeling like they, they won't agree. say it. I agree. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I want to know, right? Like I, I, I'm genuinely curious, right? A huge thing is, is gun control, right? The yeah, Democrats yeah. need to drop the, we want to ban guns thing, right? No, it's not. They, they need to drop that. That, that needs to go away. The second amendment is, is, is maybe the most important, you know, piece of literature in, in the world essentially. Right. Cause it's, right. it's, it's more than just being able to own a gun. It, it's, it's literally the right yeah. to protect your family. Um, yes. And that's what's important to people. Will anyone ever need to use it for that? Uh, you know, statistically, very little. Um, right, right. But that right is there. It's the same with your right to get a driver's license. The same as the right to own a car, to own a house, to own property. Right. right? That right to own a gun and protect your family is very important. And listen, I, I, listen, I'm not very left leaning. I'm actually pretty centric. If you if we go down the talking points, yeah, um, fiscally conservative, socially socially liberal. That's kind of where I, I stand on most things. Um, right. Uh, but keep the guns, dude. We got we got to keep the guns. Like, in my well, opinion. No, you and you're you're 100 correct. In fact, if anyone ever came for you on this subject, I would just say, hey, here's my address. Instead of meeting him, meet me, and we can talk about it face to face because the second amendment also has to deal with dealing with a tyrannical government something that we all as americans i think fear we think it, yeah we fear it to our core but we think it could never happen but yeah. we inch closer and closer to a scenario where we'd be willing to give up our freedoms for protection but the democrats do need to lay off that message also they need to promote their more moderate uh candidates because they need to reach people in rural areas who feel ostracized by the what they consider to be the elites in the city talking down to them. That this was a huge thing in the Hillary campaign. Okay. Instead of just acknowledging the fact that maybe people have differing views than her, she referred to Trump supporters as idiots. So anyone by proxy that was going to vote for Trump because they didn't like her, they felt is now yes, yeah, they felt mar <laughs> marginalized or, or uh, yeah. not cared for. <laughs> Discriminated against, marginalized, shat on, yeah, all the good words. <laughs> yeah. Who the I, hell? Who the hell are you typing with in the chat? Now you stop typing. Everyone. Um, okay. Yeah, man. So uh, yeah, it's a very polarizing election. That's why we saw, saw see such huge turnout. Um, right. It's it's interesting. It's interesting to see the fact that people are like, "Well, this is we're being cheated. This is fraud." Like that, that yeah, never yeah, happened. Yeah. Like it literally. That it, whole it thing happens is within such a margin of error that you know you, you write those off essentially. Um, yeah. The president calling to stop the counts uh, was interesting. While he would have lost, uh, may I yep. add, um, it, it's it goes against like even if you are a Republican, the fact that he wanted to stop the the counts of the votes should go right. against everything that this country it does it goes against everything the country stands for right yeah. everyone has a right to be heard everyone has a voice to be heard and the fact that you want to stop stop the the count of the votes is is something that directly goes against everything that the that the US stands for well see i mean now you're touching on something that's really vital which is is it really do you believe in the the principles or do you believe in the convenience of what you whatever you think the principles are right like do you actually believe in a right. functioning democracy where we've been hit in a situation with covid i know we did a conspiracy episode like just last week but at some point you gotta let reality shine which is no one could have been prepared for this if i'm just talking about the general population if you were really worried about voter fraud if you're really worried about these things, there are simple things you can implement to make sure. But to discredit the entire process, that's another thing that hurt him in the optics, man. 
people like his whole thing was projecting and by him i mean trump was projecting confidence and strength the sure. minute he said that i was like up oh, there goes another 25 percent right because even though like his hardcore QAnon fans will bite into that there are actual people hard-working americans who are seeing this and they're like no, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't that doesn't jive. Sure. <laughs> like sure. that does not that does not jive. Like you either let every vote be counted or not. But now we're gonna have no, to deal every with- vote needs to be counted, right? Every vote needs to be counted. You can count them twice, you can recount them whatever it is, right? But every single vote needs to be counted. And that's just what's fair. And that's yeah. just what you know what we stand on, right? As a democracy. Yeah. Um the fact that he even called to to stop the vote, in my opinion, is, is Bad treasonous. Move. Um, bad move, bad move. Ollie North, Ronald Reagan move right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, fucking uh, Watergate type moves, you know, <laughs> Marvel's Avengers type shit. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about that. I have some fun stuff for that one. Um, we gotta stop. You, you gotta stop kicking them down. They're gonna, they're gonna file I, a defamation case against you. Or listen, I'm just spewing facts. Um, yeah, the election stuff is election stuff is strange. Everyone's Very. everyone's glued to it. Um, it's yeah. actually been enjoyable to watch. I got out. I voted. Um, I know you, you guys voted by by absentee ballot, which is yeah, which is a great way to do it. I wanted the full. We're we're, we're a part of the problem. We're part. I of- agree. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree. Homeowners with children. I agree. Part of the problem. Um, you know, I went to the. I went to my polling place. It was a five minute experience. Um, oh, dude, you got to stay out of town, man. It's a huge outbreak. Really. Yeah, there's I a don't huge go. I don't go anywhere anyway. To be fair, yeah, I was gonna uh, tell you. I meant to t- text I can't you. Can't really go anywhere anyway. I don't have a. I don't. My car's in the shop. <laughs> Stay out of town, man. Just apparently, like they closed closed down the school. Like yeah. correct. Yeah, there there was a case in the school. One single case in the school. Uh, we we know where it was from too. I I could. We know the Jersey. people. Um, we know the people. <laughs> um, so it was the guy who it was the guy who ran the. Uh, the food service in in the school had the case, so uh, didn't expose anyone in the in the school. I believe. Um, well, what happened was they ca- they catered a party and they caught it from from catering um, while at the party. So that's where Dude, that is. It's pretty isolated. Speaking of catering, man, great show on Netflix. I know you're always looking for more cooking shows or stuff like that. There is a barbecue show on Netflix. I can't watch it because I suffer from what people call fat assism. And I start craving food. Uh, <laughs> I watched this one guy carve up a nice uh, pork hide and uh, marinate it. And I was like, well, I know what I want to eat now for the rest <laughs> of the year. Friggin' yeah. amazing. Friggin' amazing. We're, we're, we're done with the election stuff. We'll let the rest of the world sort this out. But That's here's it. Talking to dad. We didn't go no, for two and a half hours on election? No, I, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> we went I, for like I, seven, I, 18 I, minutes on election. Listen, listen. Here's why I can't do it, right? Because, and I'm being serious. Ben Sassy, I hope, runs in 2024, right? Okay. But I hope he runs, and I hope he doesn't have to deal with it. A very good friend of mine pointed out something great. He's like, the smear campaign that's going to come from um, liberals. And I'm, when I say liberals, I'm not talking about you know your everyday liberals, someone that believes in liberal pr- principles. I'm talking about the Nancy Pelosi's, people like that who pretend to be liberals. They're going to smear anyone as worse than Trump, and that's going to be the campaign moving forward. Like, well, this guy is worse than Trump, but Ben Sassy's on record opposing most of everything that Trump has ever tried yeah. to implement. 
and I, I, I think that's going to be unfair for conservatives. That part I'm not looking forward to is watching people like AOC mm-hmm. came out and said something. And I don't realize how dangerous. I don't know if she knows how dangerous what she said was. But she basically said, I hope someone's keeping a registration or record. Yeah, of the- yeah I saw this. Yeah. I saw that. Because I saw uh, Weinstein uh, or Weinstein. I forgot the, the guy's a Weinstein. Um, yeah. Responded with this saying that, like, you know, it's it's on American. The fact that you're, you know, trying to track and then, you know, d- discriminate against people who have opposing ideas, which is true, which is yeah. true. Um, my, my thought on AOC is I don't like most of her opinions on things, but I do, yeah. I do like the fact that she's in Congress or, or house or whatever she's in. Yeah. Senate, um, because we need differing opinions, you know? No, 100%. And we also need younger people at the helm, not just because just, they're just, young. Just because, prop me up. I'm trying to get you in there, buddy, but they keep saying that you keep cursing them out when they call you because you think they're a telemarketer. That's actually the DNC. The people are trying to sell me a warranty on my car, dude. <laughs> For the fifty seventh time, <laughs> you need that warranty now. I know. No. I keep paying. <laughs> no, the thing about AOC is though, man, uh, she needs to be there. I think that she propels other people, and she, you know, competition <laughs> makes you better. That's I just agree. the bottom line. I agree. Bottom line. All right, man. Let's just let's just get it over. Why don't you just shit on the Avengers for the? F- <laughs> Is that what you want me to do? You want me to shit all over the Avengers? Um, so I sent Steve a thing. I should probably pull it up here. Um, the Avengers essentially underperformed <laughs> severely. Um, I'm trying to pull up the exact tweet. So Square Enix uh, reported a six and a half billion yen loss for HD games, which is who developed uh, Marvel's Avengers. Um, so they said that about uh, through the forecast, they sold about less than, you know, 60% of wh- what they were trying to sell. Right. Um, apparently the game cost about a hundred million dollars to make. Holy shit. Right. Sorry for language. Sorry. And it only sold about 3 million. That's it. Three million. Why did it take me so three million? Why did I have worth. to pre-order it? Why did it take so long for me to get my pre-order? Well, <laughs> I, I'm going digital from now on. I'm never doing that again. You don't buy don't buy discs for things. Everything is digital. Um, but I mean, we can figure out how. Based on three million dollars, right? We divide that. We divide that by sixty. I did that, but I accidentally divided by zero, and the fucking calculator was like, "You can't do that." It sold about fifty thousand copies. If you do that quick math, three million divided by sixty sold fifty thousand copies. That's, Hard copies, yeah. Well, total, total copies total, right? Like. Because they're all sixty bucks, right? Digital copies are the same, and and you know, there's yeah. there's higher editions, right, and lower editions, right? If your if your game sells, let's say, let's double that. Let's say it sold a hundred thousand copies. That is such a nothing burger that you it doesn't even, in my opinion, deserve the time that it's going to need to make the game what it should have been, right? right? you're not making any money on it and to lose 97 million dollars essentially is what they claim or is what this tweet claims right six and a half billion yen loss which is a hundred million dollars i guess right right or, or, or that juxtaposed to what the sales were that's a yeah that's a that's a never happening again situation right I, I would think so, man. I'm just I had to lean back and really think about that. As you're laying out the numbers, I'm wondering what the board meeting was like. Cause you know, I always think these things go wrong when they get to that point 
of the meeting where it's like, hey, this is the game we're thinking about making. And there's some coked up board members like, no, man, here's what we're going to do. Well, here's the issue, right? We we don't know what what rough draft one of Avengers Mar- Marvel's Avengers A Day right at the time is what it was called. Right. We don't know what rough draft one looks oh, like, man. right? Yeah. We don't know what rough draft one looks like. We don't know what rough draft two looks like. We know what rough right. draft three looks like. And that's the game that we have, right? Because right. from a lot of people's opinions, the game is is unfinished. It's, bro- it's broken in many areas. There, there are glitches that are unforgivable. Sure. Yes. But my my from what I've heard is the game is unfinished, right? Yeah. Essentially, the essentially the game is not where it should have been with the amount of money and the amount of time that they potentially could have had to develop the game. That is, by definition, a loss. That is a loss, so- and not just financially. But as in video game world, right? A loss. They so here's a good example: two hundred and fifty million dollars to make Grand Theft Auto Five. The game has grossed ten billion dollars, I believe, at this point. Yeah, that's because they won't let it die, though, right? You keep thinking a new new Grand Theft is coming but out. People like, are oh. still spending money on it. I think no, year I, over year they're making more. I no, don't. I the don't game's disagree. not dying. I don't disagree with you at all. This is the problem with Marvel's Avengers. I'm just. I'm telling you right now. You summed it up pretty well in your your pitch, but I'm just gonna put the nail in the coffin, right? The game got delayed. It got it was supposed to have been delayed to deal with the issues that we have now. Obviously, they didn't deal with those issues. There's a lack of content. The story was great, but there's nowhere else to go, and they don't know how to guide it, right? Because they don't know if it's an MMO or if it's actually just some turn-based team game, and I, I think that's the issue right there. I want to see if they're going to actually release the DLCs at this point. It would be nice to see that. I would. I, I would. I, I really- think if they have it developed or in development at this moment, they will come out. But everything past that won't be worth it. Um, like listen, I if, would- you, if I've already spent time and money and assets to to develop Black Panther, and we've already yeah. done the release trailer for Black Panther, Black Panther yeah. is coming out, right? But I, I don't know. Fucking Galactic or is Galactic a guy? Did I just make that Galactic. up? Yeah. Yeah, you make that up. But you, whatever. Like, okay. So uh, <laughs> Galactic or whatever, right? You're thinking so, of Galactus. Yes. yes whatever. Yes, so who who would be the 35th character that they were going to release over the next two right. years? He doesn't get developed, right? He's not worth the time and effort that I need to put in into assets I need to develop to make to make that happen. You know, if, right. if the next 10 things come out, so they're going to release a number of things, right? First of all, they're right. already cutting prices, by the way. Uh, the battle yeah, oh, passes yeah. that you had to buy to get the cosmetic items, they're already on sale. And apparently that's just the new price now, right? So that's also a bad sign is when they're cutting the prices of things because apparently people aren't buying them. See, but here, here's the problem I have, right, man? This ship can still be, it can still be corrected. You just need to fire everyone else, right? Yeah. Have have Kevin? No, I'm being dead serious. Have Kevin actually become involved in this because this is supposed to be his job, right? Yeah, He's yeah, supposed man. to be involved with all of this stuff. Anything that has its Marvel's name on it, creative. He's supposed to have his fingers in it. Sure. And they need to get a team in there to actually make the game what it was supposed to be when it was a day. I wasn't joking when I whispered that under my breath. I was like, oh man, you remember a day? Remember what we were promised with Avengers a day, like. This was supposed to be my big exposure to MMOs, <laughs> because, but it wasn't they, one. Yeah, it was just yeah. disappointing. All right, it was it was the plan, and we were going to use that to get you into other things, mainly RuneScape. 
Um, but <laughs> it's it's the long con. Here's how they <laughs> fix it, right? So they got to get the they got to get the Hawkeye correct, right? First, they got to get players back. So Hawkeye has to be good enough. The and the Kate Bishop stuff. I don't think she's good enough to pull people back. But Hawk people are going to come back but to play Hawkeye. They have to sell. They have to sell copies. There isn't. No, no. There isn't a matter of getting me, people me, back because no one cares about no, no, fifty thousand people. Let me, let, let me make the pitch. Kate Bishop. Hawkeye DLCs need to be on point where they bring back their hardcores. They are probably, if I know people who uh, run Marvel well enough and Sony, they're vying on the Black Panther DLC. You heard it here first. They are probably counting on that being the thing to bring people back. But I think you might have missed it by about a month or so. Or more. It would yeah. have had to have been there on release. Here's the issue. If you have 50,000 players... That is smaller than most hardcores, that most hardcore player bases, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Are we putting it in the in the realm of MMOs? Like, we'll do that for for a minute. No, we right? can't. No, we 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 can't. You can't. No, you. you but wh where do we put it? Where where do we put it? Because we, we can't put, we can't put it in AAA games, right? Because no, then you then can't. you have to put it up against Call of Duty, which Call of Duty's hardcore is 500,000 people, which is ten x yeah. what you sold potentially, right? And I was thinking, right. do we put it up against RuneScape? Right, which on average is 150,000 people logging into it every day, right? Yeah. And most of those are unique. Um, they have they have like a million unique users a month or something, right? You can't put it up against. See, we're we're, we're, Destiny. we're, we're you can't put it up against. We're batting our heads against it, but I'm I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, man. You and I disagree on a lot of things, but we agree on a lot of core things. The pitch you made in regards to Avengers is. It's issue and it's resolve, right? Sure. You don't have people who you don't have people who understand MMOs designing the game, and you quite possibly don't have people who understand your fan base designing the game. Mm -hmm. You need to have those two things merge together, even if you kept the game layout the exact same way it is. But someone needs to step in and says, This is the direction we're heading in. Right? <laughs> like we are picking a direction and we are going that way. And if you want it to be an MMO, just have the balls to make it an MMO. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard, like, just, right? just have the balls to, to stick to the landing. How hard is that? Commit. <laughs> it's it's very hard, right? Because they spent a hundred million dollars on the game to develop it to where it is. That means it needs five hundred million more dollars to get it to where it should be, right? Yeah. That's a half a billion. They're gonna have to release two more Avengers to make up the fucking losses for this for this game, right? All right, all right. You know, I wonder what the lifelong development cost for World of Warcraft, for example, has been. You know, it's been around. It's celebrating its 16th anniversary this month, right? It, it's two years away from being able to the fucking you know join the military, um, <laughs> like legally. What, what legally, right? What is the de the running developmental cost of an MMO, right? Because yeah. you're gonna need like WoW right now probably has, has a few million subscribers, a few million subscribers, right? Like the game didn't even sell that many. I, I can't imagine why, how, or where you could justify putting any money into this game anymore if these numbers are correct. This is well, this I mean, is off of a tweet, which credible source yeah. generally, but. I'm not sure exactly what the breakdown totally is. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing, man. There might also be something to maybe it shouldn't head in the MMO direction. There's a reason that Spider-Man did as well as it did, right? There's, 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 a, there's a reason for that. And there's a reason that superhero games have traditionally 
followed that model. Sure. For the AAA releases, right? We can agree on that. There's a reason that they're going to release a DLC for Miles Morales as a full game, and it's probably going to sell like gangbusters because people want to get in and get out, right? They're going to do 100%, even if you stick around for the 100% completion, and then the DLCs, that's it. Like, once we beat the three DLCs for Spider-Man and we got every suit, that's it. You know, like, that's 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 it. The game, it was just a bragging rights to say that we did it. All the way down to finding his dead grid pet, uh, dead aunt and uh, uncle. Maybe Avengers needs to follow that path, too. Just, you know, maybe just make it what it is. If you're not going to commit to making it an MMO... Just make it another Spider-Man game, dude. Right. Like, you got to either you got to pick one of two directions, right? There's a, there's a multiple directions you could go, but this, in my opinion, is you got to you got to at this point you're at a crossroads. You need to focus on making the best single-player experience you possibly can, right? Yeah. And extending it potentially three or four x what it is right now, because it's what is it a quarter of how long the the Spider-Man game is? Uh, it's definitely to me. I would have to look at actual data on this, but to me, it was we beat that. I beat that game way quicker than Spider Man. Right. So like, the story, if you're playing through the story and you want to beat the story, it's ten hours long from the the reports that I've seen. Ten to twelve, ten to twelve hours long. Spider Man yeah. might be double that, but that's a whole whole hell of a lot of difference. Spider Man was a lot. So this is an old school way to quantify something, but it was a lot harder. Like so, I gauge sure. games on their actual difficulty level. It was a lot harder to beat Spider-Man versus beating the Avengers. The Avengers, it, it took me three times to get the main mission done. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I enjoy the game, and this is where I feel like such a hypocrite because I did have a great time playing it, and I still have fun playing it with my son. It's just like thinking about the larger community and how people are dealing with it. It's not what we were promised because now at this point, we were supposed to have the Kate Bishop story. I should be knee-deep. In the Kate Bishop story, you would have been been done already. Yeah, I should like I should be heading into Hawkeye. You know what I'm saying? Like I should be. I'm just looking at a little bit of numbers on Google. It says the Marvel's Avengers game is about 10 hours long if you're trying to beat the main story, and the Spider-Man game is about 20 hours long if you're trying to beat the main story. Right? That's double. You know, you can't be knee deep into a game that you could beat theoretically in one sitting. I'm sorry, like. It can be it could be amazing. The game could be very good, but the fact that it's only 10 ish hours, let's give it 14. Let's give it 14 hours. If it's only 14 hours long, that that's not it's not acceptable in today's day and age. And you can't charge full price for it. Right? No. This is the, probably gonna be the length. Well, this this makes me fear a little bit from for Miles Morales, where if that's only 40 bucks, how long how long is it gonna be? Right. So it's it's funny you brought that up. Um, someone said that it's just short. I have to get the clip. And this dude's usually trustworthy when it comes to game reviews. Okay. Said it's just short of twenty hours. But what makes the game replayable uh-huh. is the is the play with Miles Morales. Now that was a weird way for him to word that. It's he's like it's strange. it. He's like it's just fun playing the game as Miles Morales, and that the map. So one of the biggest drawbacks in the original Spider-Man game on PlayStation was the map itself. It looks huge but you're really limited in what you can do at any given time like you can swing around for hours and just be swinging but there's no content to back that stuff up like there's maybe a robbery going on or something like that once you find the backpacks apparently they've removed all the restraints on the map of this game and there's going to be it's going to be more fun that way so that's probably where you get the just about 18 hours 
But that's why they're selling it for 40 bucks. Like we broke that first. 100 percent There's a reason this game is coming out for $44. We're like, we don't want to burn anyone. This is what it is. Right. Like, it's a glorified DLC in in some people's opinions, including mine. Um yeah. but still it's it's double the length of the of the Avengers game, right? Where I don't know I don't know comics, but my thought is the Avengers game should be 150 hours long to get through the story that they want to tell. You know, like it shouldn't be half of what Spider-Man is. <laughs> I, I like I don't even know how to quantify that. Like you know what the you know what the crazy part about it is, man, like so uh, I, I played with Pete one night, and we went and we did an old, a, a mission we were not leveled up enough to do. We fought the Abomination, and that was fun, right? There was a point where we beat sure. one character to death. You know, he's like level 40. Me and Pete are level 20, level 25. And we, we're beating this poor level 40 guy to death, uh-huh. and he just won't die. And I was like, man, I'm having a good time. But then when I started thinking about it, I'm like, I'm going to beat Abomination. Then we're going to go beat the other clone of Abomination. And what was the point of all of this? This has nothing to do with the story, right? This has nothing so to you, do. You got to get rid of that. That idea yeah. of this has nothing to do with the story. You're you're so deep in the God of War, Shadow of Mordor, where the entire game is the story, that you will ruin other games for yourself, right? You will never be able to play a Minecraft, for, for an easy example, because of why am I doing this? This has nothing to do with the story, right? There, no, see, some games, what? a lot of Minecraft games, is pointless. But that's the point, isn't it? It's like because no, it's pointless. but it's it's not pointless. There is a story to Minecraft, right? Oh, there is. You what do is- have to do a number of things to beat the game, right? Oh. You have to get to the Nether. You have to beat the Wither. You have to go to the end and beat the dragon, right? Well, like I, it sounds like you're swearing at me right now. The Nether, the the Hither. So the, the where, Nether where? is the underworld, right? Okay. So that's that. That's the hellscape in, in Minecraft. They just just overhauled all of it. So there's like actual things to do there now, right? You can farm wither skeletons to get heads to beat the wither, which is like a boss that you could spawn, a, a replayable boss. But the right. ultimate goal is to do that to get enough gear and stuff to go and find the the end dungeon to go to the ends and beat the dragon, the under dragon, right? That's the end of the game. Technically there is a point. There is a plot to the game kind of right, but you don't ever have to do that in Minecraft and still play it and have a good time. But it's, it's about making things for yourself to do right. Where you guys couldn't find anything to do in, in Avengers. So you went and beat fought someone who was double your level, right? You made something for yourself to do. So you had a good time. It, it, it was a great time. Absolutely. Right. Great. That's I, what I do feel bad. You have that to, Pete- Pete died at one point. Like it, it was, it was did, a perfect run. Did you make it was near? Him? No, I, of course not. It was a near perfect run. What's the point of playing with someone else? <laughs> he got stuck in a glitch, and he was he was basically working abomination as Iron Man from the sky. He's got the high terrain. He's uh-huh. hitting with every laser. And the next thing I hear is, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like, <laughs> I see his character fall from. <laughs> but like, no, in yeah, a I, lot I, I of get, games, in a lot of games, you have to make things for yourself to do for it to be fun, right? Yeah. MMOs are like that. Um, you know, sandbox games are like that. Grand Theft Auto is like that. Like, what's a sandbox game? Um, a very good example of it is Minecraft. You get to, you get to mold the world. Um, okay. Uh, essentially, like like think about if you like as a kid you were in a sandbox and you try to make sandcastles, right? You're doing right. your own thing. What was the point of making a sandcastle? Because it was fucking fun. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's a sandbox game. Um, 
you know, open world sandbox games are all very similar. But like uh, those games, you have to manufacture something for yourself for yourself to do to have fun, and that's half the fun is going. Okay, wh- what are we gonna do? We're gonna go on right. an adventure. We're gonna go do this. We're gonna go do that. And ultimately, this is what this is the thing that we want to do. But how long does it take us to get there? Um, right. And that for me is is what's great about games. But I also stray away from when I play single player games. I stray away from that main story a lot. I, I will go yeah. through it. I'll get through it, but I'm going to do everything. I'm going to go screw around and try to try to jump out of buildings and see how far, far, far I could fall to die. Like, I'm going to go do everything that I can do for the $60 or whatever more that I spent and, and do that, right? And that's why I like MMOs a lot because I'm always thinking of things that I have to do. Now, see, that type of stuff, I don't mind doing. Like, I showed you the one clip when I was playing Shadow of Mordor, and I was like, I'm going to see if I could take this castle mm-hmm. without using the rest of my reserve. It was a bad move. I ran in there, and I had to immediately run Jeez, out of the right, castle. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I think, uh, so the, here's the cleanup for Avengers Men. There probably won't be another part two. There won't be an Avengers 2. And they already said that. They said that the content for this game was supposed to be released for this game. I don't know. Who, if, if you want to <laughs> what content? <laughs> like if you want to believe that shit i say they get us to kate bishop they get us the uh the hawkeye we get the dlc for black panther only because it's in know, development it, it's in development and it's a good way to honor chadwick boseman side note uh breaking news uh chadwick will be coming back allegedly as a cgi character in the next black Ooh, panther oh, movie. i don't like that uh to die to set up that because this is actually a, a story arc. This is a part of his story arc, but Where we'll get into his that. Avengers, Black Panther, right? Yeah. Uh, so release the release the the friggin' Black Panther, and then give the Sony people what they were supposed to get. If they don't release the Spider Man, whatever their Spider Man DLC was going to be. Oh yeah, that didn't that, come out day one. I thought no. that was a day one thing. No, 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 no. This was something. Oh, it's supposed to be coming out twenty twenty one. Literally, they said it's going to be coming out at the beginning of 2021. So it's, I guess, January or something like that. So moving on along from Avengers, onto the Black Panther thing for just a millisecond before we get into our other topics. Yes, that is the alleged rumor. Chadwick Boseman will be coming back to us as a CGI character in the beginning of uh, Black Panther 2 to die. And it's supposed to be allegedly the working title thus far. Mantis, I don't know if you heard this yet, is supposed to be Tale of Two Kings. Because it's going to have Namor, who's uh, Marvel's version. Oh, actually, he existed before Aquaman in DC. So, isn't he Namor is the guy with the uh... with the underwear flying around with the little wings on his feet? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so apparently, uh, he's supposed to make his debut there, and uh, we'll see how that whole thing plays out. I would like to hear people chime in in uh, the comment section and in the live chat. Do you want to see CGI Chadwick? Because they've gotten a lot better at this, but I think some things are too fresh. And I think Chadwick is unique where since he was not a scandal-written celebrity where people might have an adverse reaction to this. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it'd be one thing if, you know, it's Michael Jackson, someone reanimates R. Kelly's dead corpse for a tell-all, you know. But Chadwick Boseman, by all accounts, might have been the last good man on earth. God rest his soul. And I don't know if anyone really wants this. Listen, man, CGI is a, uh, a CGI is a, is a weird thing where people and people's faces specifically yep. are very, very, very hard to do. 
um, yep. and to do well. That's the yep. issue, right? Is to do well. You know, and to make life like without right. the eyes. Yes, the eyes are a little bit, a little bit different. It's the, it's the top, it's the top lip, the way that the top lip. I've pointed this out to you before, right? The Uncanny yeah, yeah, yeah. Valley. I, I mean, I, it's almost. Listen, they did it with, uh, they did it with Paul Walker in the One Fast yeah. and Furious movie, but they didn't do CGI. They used his brother because yeah, his brother looks exactly super like him. him. Onto his brother, yeah, right. I don't know, man. You know, I, I don't have a, I don't have a dog in the fight. Um, I, I'm saying, I, I, I'm saying, don't do it. I'm 100. Yeah, that's why like, I'm leaving. There, there's, a, there's a better way to do it. There's a better way to do it. But anyway, moving on to something more exciting. I, I'm gonna let you take the reins here. We're going straight down the line, bro. Uh, you gotta explain L.A. Thieves to me because I was watching it. Like I have. What do you mean? Do I have to explain L.A. Thieves to you? explain it you gotta explain the developments this is your inside scoop you're the guy you're the teddy atlas of this shit you, you explain it you make me feel smart so i can steal your thoughts and then tell them to other people do it now so as i predicted the <laughs> optic gaming cdl slot was sold to to 100 thieves after hex has now retained the the optic likeness and image and everything that is rightfully his that he built from the ground up has sold the cdl slot to 100 thieves nade shot is now back in to the call of duty league and it's huge right it, it's very very big did you see the um the announcement video that they did no incredible incredible there's there's some there's some subtle nuances in there that are very very good uh there's one scene where Nade shot walks into the hunter thieves office and it has a spot where you would see trophy cases and trophies and, and like their accomplishments and nothing is there. And he, he looks and he looks to the right and he sees the, the LA thieves logo. And when he walks back out, the trophies are there. The, the, the Nike shoes are, it's a very little subtle nuance of how they did it. And I saw the, the guy who directed it come in and said, hey, listen, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to show it like an empty hole and Nashot's worried and he comes in and he sees the logo and his mind's cleared and he comes out and there's all the trophies, right? And it's an incredible little piece of uh, of media and how well and how thought out it was done. It's very exciting. It's very, very exciting because I think Nashot as a, as a player was was average in my opinion but nade shot as a, as an owner as an org owner as a as a gm whatever it's going to be he has an eye for talent and wh who they sign where they sign and and who they get to be on their team is an incredible incredible thing that we're going to be able to watch here in the in the coming month or so so let me ask you a question what's different this year in regards to the finances of 100 thieves because when we talked about this last year around this time what well, was it around this time last year let's just say uh, it was a little bit before um it would have to have been around this time right because our channel yeah only, only about just over a year old um, hey you see how i worked that so, in there i got you to say it out loud what's different about the finances for them i don't know i i don't know i don't have an inside look into the company um my thought is is that the company's doing very well clothing wise um, they have a few other successful esport teams, um, and it just seems like it was the right time. Now we don't know if because the the franchising fee, the twenty five million dollar franchising fee, was already paid by Immortal through the Optic Gaming logo and and, and likeness, right? Did Hex short sell 
to 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 Nate Shot, right? Because he didn't have to. You know, I don't know what the sale of Optic was like. I, that no, those figures haven't come out yet. Um, what? How much money did he get the spot? How much money did he buy Optic back for? My thought right. is, if he paid less than the twenty five million dollars for Optic back, the the CDL seat remained under Immortal, and they decided to sell. Now, if he paid $30 million, hypothetically, to get Optic back, he then sold $25 million of that CDL spot to 100 Thieves. That's my thought, right? Okay. Um, if he bought Optic back for $6 million, uh, all you know, I, the whole Optic as a whole, bought it for $6 million, and that included the CDL uh, licensing fee already having been paid, because it's a one-time fee to get into the into the league, right? He sells it for five million bucks to Nade Shot. Nade Shot doesn't have to worry about the twenty-five million, right? He pays a fifth of that. Hex, you know, regains all of his money that he essentially paid for Optic, and now now we're square and going away, right? There's a few options there. I'm not sure. I haven't seen the the breakdown. I haven't seen the sales numbers. I haven't seen any of the 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 money changing hands. So, wait. All right. So, follow up question. Walk me through because. About two months ago, I was reading articles and watching videos on people basically roasting 100 thieves for their esport teams, right? And just saying sure. that they don't have they don't have any team that's worth shit. Was essentially what the, was the estimation. Whether or not that's true or not, I leave that to the experts. But walk me through the teams that they currently have and how do those teams rate in their uh, um, their respectable leagues? You know, I'm not sure. Um, they have a. They have a Fortnite team. I'm not sure about Fortnite stuff. Um, they do have a League of Legends team. I'm not sure if they're if 100 Thieves is in the LCS. I think they might be. Um, I could probably look up the LCS teams at the moment. Um, they are also in Valorant, and Valorant's the one that they've invested into um, right. with some very very good players, but. Let me see. LCS 2020 spring split. Let's see who was who was a part of it. 100 Thieves has a team. So, yeah, and they were third. They were third in the LCS, which is in, in, incredible. <laughs> um, right. it's, it, listen, the LCS is, is very competitive. They're not very good, right? They're not very good on the world stage, but the LCS is incredibly, inc incredibly competitive. Um, TSM, who ended up like winning the 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 summer split or, or whatever it was the spring the summer split and then going to worlds was in fifth place during the spring split right so the way okay. that the lcs uh the lcs works is that they're 50 50 they, they cut their their season in half and they do spring and summer um like i'm like when i say is it's incredibly competitive admittedly cloud nine ts or tsm have won essentially every single one of the lcs splits but the three teams under them are never the same. Um, okay. You know, it's very competitive. To be third in the LCS is, is a very, very nice thing to see. Uh, they sat at 10 and 8. They're tied for second, actually. Or actually, so first was Cloud9 at 17 and 1. They're, they're a little bit ahead of everyone else. Evil Genius, Hunter Thieves, and FlyQuest were all 10 and 8. Let, let's put, to put that, how competitive it is into perspective. So... And then the next two team that actually, sorry, then it was TSM at fifth place was nine and nine. And then it was eight and 10, eight and 10, eight and 10. They're all within that, like 10 and eight to eight and 10 is, is 
80% of your teams. That's how competitive the middle of the LCS is. Um, and Hunter Thieves to be t in third was very, very strong. Talk to me about their uh, CSGO team. Is that the team that was getting roasted? They just they just recently let go of a roster or something. like. I could they have that information let go, wrong. They let go of their Counter-Strike roster. Yeah, so is that the team that was like tanking? Basically, it must hurting be. I would have to see. Um, they signed okay. Study complications with travel and a focus on European events. Right, uh, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. In October, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the about this time last month, they disbanded their Counter Strike team. Um, yeah. I don't know how they were prior to that. It looks like they had some issues. Um, in 2017, they bought Immortals roster. And then in October of 2019, they bought Renegades roster. Uh, they placed seventh to eighth in ESL. Um, they lost to Fnatic, which is a very good team. And then their team disbanded in in 2020 because they couldn't compete, which is fair. You know what's great about this whole thing, man? Just listening to you break down the numbers and stuff like that, and thinking about 100 Thieves, man. There's no clear. This is the only org I really know anything about, but there's no clear org where it's like it's so wrapped up in how well they're going to do because their branding as a clothing line very good really does, very extremely good but if they want to continue to grow that if they want to continue to grow that brand they're going to have to be able to stick their foundation which means they have to prove to people that they're still you know an esports team <laughs> like they're yeah. still vested and they're not just a skin for people to have man i'm happy for nature i'm 100 happy for nature I will never forgive him for opening up a pop-up off of La Cienega when I was trying to get to work one day, and then Daft Punk also opened up a pop-up store. they did that last year. What do you mean? No, no, no. They did another one, and I didn't realize. Back then, I didn't know of that who this guy was. How, You're what thinking year about, was this? What year was this? This was about three This was about three years ago, and I remember the first time I met you at the school, you were talking to me about 100 Thieves, and I'm like, I know that name. And sure enough, so it, it was have been late 2017. No, because I left LA, so maybe not three years ago. I left LA in how old is Mathis? How old is Mathis? <laughs> Almost like three, I think. Right. Uh, so 100 Thieves wasn't founded until November 20th, 2017. That's what I'm saying. No, no. Then this had this had to have been in 2018 because 2018, 2019. Let me paint the day for you. So I'm driving to work on Westwood Boulevard. I know not to come up the northbound side because i already saw that there was a daft punk pop-up coming up this is something that popped up on my google drive by the way this is it wasn't something that like i'm, I'm an insider i know all this shit it's like there is a meetup that's effing up traffic i took the other way around robinson uh -huh. i said i'm just gonna i'm just gonna come down to the log cabin this way dude i'll take the long way and i'll come to the back way and sure enough there they are a bunch of skinny jean wearing weirdos and i remember seeing the number 100 i know it was them dude you won't convince me otherwise it uh, had to be them. yeah i will because the, their only pop-up store they've ever done was uh february 29th of 2020 who the hell was it then man i have no idea who else wears skinny jeans and has 100 the supreme name? people who exactly yeah their own their only pop-up their first pop-up was done a first retail first retail pop-up and over 500 people made it out february 29th of this year Listen to me. I'm an old person. I don't have to defend my stance. I'm pretty sure it was Nate shot and 100 Thieves, man. And I'm going to continue to hold that grudge against him. Okay. But I want to talk to you about Huntsman for a second here. Okay. I want to talk to you about, to talk to you about Hex. 
greatest comeback story. Not that it's really a comeback story, but greatest redemption story. Yes. Depending on how much you how much you spent to get it back. Did a mortal short sell it to him back and take a loss? Then yes, it's clearly the greatest, you know, because he made money and then bought the thing he sold for less money back. The same thing that the, the, the Fertitta brothers are going to do with the UFC. You keep, you keep saying that, man, but you know what's really going to happen, right? UFC's going to have an awful next year. Fertitta brothers are going to come in at the end of that fucking WME contract and scoop them up. Watch. It's Watch, not man, a I'm contract. Not... They own it outright. There's nope. No that's exactly what they're going to do. <laughs> Just because you say it over and over again, you might convince me, but that doesn't change. That's all I'm, that's yeah. my goal in life is just to convince you of bullshit. No, but here, let's set the boundaries for the greatest comeback story, right? For Hex, particularly. What would you say makes a great comeback story? Like, look, in, in, in this context. Man, in this context, is the right guy being in in the right place in my okay. opinion right right all right do do we need to lay the story of the optic gaming out for people like is, is that no because they're not do? paying us they're not paying us we don't need to do that but if you can just give us a snippet for free and <laughs> we we can do that but don't don't you dare sure a few years ago uh, optic <laughs> run by hex at the time saw a change in the market needed to take on an investor to keep up competitive pay for their players he got screwed out of essentially everything they they sold it to oh, immortal um he made x amount of dollars from it somewhere in the, in the net range of 30 million um because sold for 100 million dollars and he owned 30 percent he owned 30 percent left yeah. uh and that's what the math that i remember for some reason um and now he owns the rights to optic gaming again that's where we are so here's a, here's the great thing about that, right? So if it turns a huge profit, if he's able to do something with, if, if nothing else, the branding and whatever he does with the Huntsman, man, no one can ever take it away from him. This is something rare, and I know I make this music comparison a lot. It's literally like some of those old Motown guys getting their masters back. Sure. That's what this go. That's what it feels like to me. Sure. I know it's not the same dollar amount. I know some tryhard is going to correct me. You heard me say it. I know it's not the equivalent of the same dollar amount. But just imagine if it's when Paul McCartney bought his music back. Did he get it back officially? I think I think he bought it from the estate sale from from Michael Jackson's estate. From my in my uh, recollection, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> yes, that that is the exact same thing. The exact same thing. I I feel good for Hex man. I honestly think that a guy like him or Nate Shot is going to continue to make this thing go. Oh, never mind. Next- Sony owns it. <laughs> <laughs> um hey uh quick side note have you ever been to the building where john lennon lived in the city across the street from central um, park um yeah 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 yeah. i have Wait, what do they call that area? raspberry fields or something i don't know i didn't i didn't even know it had a name i know it's beautiful one of my favorite restaurants is right underneath that building but mm-hmm. we're never gonna get to do that again because you know covid and all everything's uh, uh i have been know. by there for sure i've i've but yeah absolutely i have i think where he was shot was like the name of the spot where he was shot is like oh. Raspberry Field or something. Yes, that's that's in the park. I can't wait. See, this is where it gets a little fuzzy. I can't remember if he was shot in front of the building or the entrance to the park. But I know that they have the uh, the little memorial thing for him in the park. You know, circle with the quote from the song. I can't remember if it was in front of the building or not. That has nothing to do with Hex or any of these people, man. This is, this is still very good. You know what this is really good for? Content creators that have been following the story 
forever. Like it's guys like that. Me. Bro- huh? It's only me. There's you and that esports kid. This I've never like that guy hasn't slept in months. <laughs> <laughs> you and that guy, the only people following this story that closely, man. And shitting on Avengers at the same time. In fact, if I can get you in front of Kevin Feige, I'm like, this is your hugest detractor. If he doesn't like the next movie, it's probably going to bomb. <laughs> and I'll just introduce you as the Gimp. Would you be willing to take on that gonna, role? I'm not even going to watch the next movie. Like, <laughs> You and I both know I'm dragging you to see that shit, man. No, you're not. No, yeah. it's not going to happen. I didn't, go, I didn't go watch Star Wars with you guys. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't have watched Endgame with you. No, I, I'm not going to go watch it. There's no chance. Yeah. What are we doing for episode 100, man? It's coming up. It's creeping. It's are you around changing the topics that quickly? Interesting. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We're about 14 weeks no, away. I, I'm not changing topics. I just want to know if, you, if, if you've been thinking about it. Like, if you well, have some topic on our scheme. list, are we, are we doing the topic? Now? What are we doing? <laughs> uh, no, I, I just, we're doing the topic. I, I just, I just okay, caught you out there. Did you get the timestamp? Yeah, I got it. Okay, cool. that's what, so I, that's I see what, that it's not in there. Um, but in my opinion, I don't know what we do for 100, right? We're about 14 weeks away. Um, we're at 72 right now. 14 times 2 is 28. That puts it at 100. Um, so we're pretty close, right? We're, you know, we're fairly, fairly close as to when we're going to get episode 100. I don't know. My thought, which is do it in person. Um, you know, what are the logistics of making that work? We'll see. Um, I think we could do it very easily. Yeah, a couple of COVID tests. I'm the most quarantined person you know. No, Santana is the most quarantined person I know. That's because you keep her like that. Hold on for a second, motherfucker. (laughs) Don't you ever ever judge my way of life. (laughs) So what if we own a farm? So what if I work somewhere else and she has to take care of the crops? (laughs) You know, it's it's been a, it's it's been a fun ride, man. Episode one hundred. Here's what I'm thinking, right? Retribution Day. You get your list. I get my list. I'll take your list. You take my list, and we just take out each other's enemies. I'll literally show I, up. I don't have enemies. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Oh, Zach, you've got enemies. <laughs> you've not, got not that enemies. I not that I hold as as a level of enemy. Um, so you you people, people might think that they're my enemy. And I just, I've forgotten about these people. <laughs> so you're going to rob your enemy of that when he shows up to kill you? You're like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm like, what? hold on. I was like, you're going to have to lay this out for me. What is your name and what did I wrong you with? <laughs> I loved her, man. I loved her. You're like, like, I don't even know her name. What dude. was, who was she? <laughs> which, which number was, was she? <laughs> Oh man, I, I I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, we could do that for sure. I mean, I I'm gonna take nine weeks to get all your fucking enemies, uh, and I'm probably uh, somewhere on the list myself. Um, don't worry. And most of them are old and fat, just like me. So if you show, like you, you just gotta get past that five minute threshold. Okay, all right, five minute, five minute burst threshold. Got it. Um, here's what here's what I think we do for episode 100. I'm gonna uh, everyone stick with me because I'm gonna have to sell them on this really hardcore. This is where we actually play a game like we take it back to gaming with a dad not like so you have to do a bunch of editing one live stream of us playing a game you have the superior computer you have a stream pc you have a whole laboratory over there now that i think about it you got four monitors three different processors (laughs) right i could have five (laughs) monitors if i want to turn the laptop on Um, I I i say episode 100 we pick a game and just for that live stream only for that live stream 
we play that game and we don't have to worry about conversation or anything like that we just look at the camera and i let the drool roll down from my mouth so we're gonna have to decide what we want to do right and i'll, I'll have to work on the logistics of making it happen because playing a game with our cams both on is, is a little bit harder than you think um mm -hmm. because it would literally be impossible we couldn't do it yeah uh, i would need a second capture card in both pcs essentially um and more monitors and shit. I, I, there's the only way I could think of making this work is if I double my monitor output. Um, I'm already at four out of four slots on my graphics card, so I, I couldn't essentially do it. But whatever. Um, yeah, playing a game would be very hard uh, with both of our face games, and I'm not sure how I'd make it work. I don't know if I could. All right, how about we do this? Let me, let me throw um, another pitch at you. We finally do the second part to the greatest fast food experience episode. No, that's boring. Uh, okay. I, I think... We smoke crack on YouTube. Now that <laughs> I'm into. We take the Hunter Biden strategy. Um, that was meth. Goddamn you savages. You don't know a meth pipe from a crack pipe? One is round. The other one is thin. I thought one was a spoon. What? No, that's heroin, you savage. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. Do you think my my opinion of episode 100 i don't care about hunter biden i don't, I don't give a fuck i, I really don't um, oh, i want to party with that dude man. no like, i don't uh i want him nowhere near me or my children um <laughs> what i what i want for episode 100 is is in person we do a live episode we could even make it like a special week or something for episode 100 i would be down for that where we right. play games on stream I would be fine with with both of the ideas, but mixed together. Um, I think playing playing on stream is a very good idea. I think we should even do it potentially outside of episode 100. I think us playing games on stream together would be fun. Um, I think the in-person episode is it, though. In-person episode? I got to clean up the basement. It's looking uh, you have 14 down. weeks to, to handle. I'm sure something will happen and we'll we'll, we'll fucking <laughs> forget about it. Um, can we do two a week? Right. So you have you have 14 weeks. 14 weeks man you'll it's be crazy. 40 by then no i don't, I don't think so i think you math off <laughs> may 30th um one two three four five <laughs> six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen okay it'll be february 12th uh we'll be episode 100 um now I'm gonna kill myself on the live stream when I turn forty. You if can't that's... do that, <laughs> or even say. Actually, we're not on Twitch, right? You might be able to say that. If you say yeah, that on yeah. Twitch, you get you get perma banned. Really? Yeah, because of why Twitch became Justin TV became Twitch. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. You know, uh, I apologize for that insensitive statement. I am in no way, shape, or form condoning suicide on Twitch. But everywhere else, it's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know. We'll be looking for suggestions for episode 100 for sure. Um, maybe we hire release, a producer uh, so I don't have to do all the work. Release, release the hoagie and whiskey episode. I don't know if I have it. <laughs> I think it's on that memory card. Like It's <laughs> it's, it's right there for people. Um, or it's <laughs> in awesome. that camera. Um but I don't know if I actually have the that episode, which probably shouldn't be released. And it was only half an episode anyway. And we talked we talked about fighting the entire time. Um, you know what the crazy 
if I remember the exact technical difficulty, was that back when we couldn't figure out why the camera would stop and start on its own? Was that no, that episode? I knew why it would, but I was very okay. drunk. So I probably couldn't have couldn't figured it out. We still might have that issue, but um, I would do it differently. I would do it differently now if I had to do over. Uh, yeah, I, I think in person episode, maybe play a game on stream. Maybe pick a game, play it to completion. I don't know. Division three will be out by then. I'm sure. No, it won't. <laughs> Division no. three. The earliest base, you'll see even a Division three. Switzerland. The earliest you'll see a Division three even trailer will be next E3 if it happens. That's when the earliest you'll see a trailer is, right? And and it'll be six months after that that we see a game. I don't know. We'll pick something to play. Maybe we play through like World War Z or something. Dude, um, I had so much fun playing the Division One. I. I actually had more fun playing the Division One until I mean until you got angry and let your rage get the best oh of you. That my was, god, oh my we god. needed two more people for that. <laughs> Listen, I like the Division One better than the Division Two. Um, it was I, more I like fun. A setting better. There's less time to action. So like every every 15 seconds in the Division One, you're fighting somebody. Uh, where yeah. the Division Two, I feel like I could go minutes without finding a single person or even like a fucking animal walking around the streets um the division two felt empty but i think it was supposed to uh, and yeah. we just didn't appreciate that i'm actually probably due very soon for a replay of the division two um i'm in you let me know you starting from zero or yeah i'll start a new character and play through it again um i just i just think it i am i, I don't know i wanted to play it again I, we already played the division one division one's my preferred game but I think there was one point in uh actually we, uh, obvious one obvious thing we could do for leading up to episode 100 or afterwards we could actually finish Borderlands 1. You remember that? Remember two. we started Oh Borderlands 2. We started with Borderlands 2 ended on we, 3. We we only cracked the beginning of that game. We're not even anywhere near it. I don't fucking want to play it again. Borderlands 3 is out. If we want if we want to go back to Borderlands, why don't we uh, go why don't we go and finish Borderlands 3 cuz we only kind of finished it. Only that wasn't the end. So what you're supposed to do now is reset, run through the bosses again, and then there's like a there's like a bonus mission at the end of that to do, right? There were still things left to do, but we beat the main story, so we just said fuck it, <laughs> we we're done, dude. Look, Steve is so sad. <laughs> I was, dude. Actually, Borderlands Three, I'm sure, is a great game. But I was so done with it by the end of it. Because listen, Steve was too, but I don't understand why. It was I was working twenty five or thirty more hours a week on that than I do on this stuff. Well, wait, hold on for a second. You have to forget, man. I mean, I mean, you you happen to forget that in those episodes where you were working more. No one can ever take that away from you. No one can ever deny that. But. I'm the person that has to deal with you because you're working. More. What do you so, mean? <laughs> so if you work 30 hours, I felt all 30 of those hours. You, in and you should have. <laughs> at any freaking rate, dude, here's what I'm talking about, man. We do gaming bonanza 100 episode, right? We play some Street Fighter. We play some Mortal Kombat. We jump into the Mortal Kombat. You sneak me into that tournament. And if I <laughs> any one of those pros, we talk so much shit. <laughs> what? You have to go through like a 13-year-old and like 18 Korean people, I think, right? 
Is, that, no, dude, these, is Mortal Kombat no, these, Koreans or Germans? No, it's Germans and Russians. These dudes are serious. They're, well, they have nothing else to do. They're, they're not playing around. I watched a guy execute like an eight-hit combo, which is pretty pretty intense for Mortal Kombat. Considering right, Mortal Kombat's I, like three or four, and then you're like fucking looking to get out. Yeah, this it, it, was, it, was, it was pretty intense and... Uh, but at the same time, I was like, why is there only 70, 70 people watching this? Because <laughs> like, it's Mortal Kombat, dude. I, no one no one cares anymore. Um, well, it, all right, if we're going to do that, which I, I don't approve of, I feel like I'd have to spend a lot of money to make this happen, um, <laughs> which is just the truth. We can play Destiny. But, uh, the, see, the, I don't know where to start with Destiny, and that's probably the issue, because we have like max level characters, and... We didn't fucking do anything for it. We just like walked in one day and they're like, here you go. And we're like, nice. <laughs> I actually had a lot of fun playing that game. I bet. I wasn't, I had no idea what we were doing. We just did it for content and it was no. kind of fun. Um, Battlefront. I don't want to go back to one of these games, man. We could, <laughs> we could, we could play RuneScape. I'm fine with that. I, that's, that's a gaming with a dad approved game. Um, we can play World of Warcraft. Um, well, it'll be February by then, right? I don't even know what'll be like out. Like, you accuse me of having OCD, but your OCD shows with those two games in particular. You're like, these are the games that uh, they make me feel good, and uh, there's a routine. No, it's just, I, I, I have an addictive personality, and I, I get addicted to games, right? Like, it happens all the time. Like, I, I like to play a game called Heroin Dice. You want to play that with me? Sounds good. Um, like at the beginning of this year, like quarter one this year, I think I played 800 hours of RuneScape or something because I was like fucking addicted, like legitimately addicted. I was playing. I was driving and doing shit on my phone playing RuneScape like. I can relate to that. I can. Relate to that. That's where I was with it. And it happens to me like once a year. So the next time it happens, my car- my my account would be sick. <laughs> my account right now is pretty good. When it happens, it'd be fucking sick. Can I tell you, I almost died in L.A. watching a UFC post-fight show while, <laughs> like, while I was driving. I totally, I totally understand that. <laughs> I realized my exit was coming up. I was like, ah! <laughs> it's, yeah, was but like, like what should we do for episode 100? I think the episode 100, like, we'll do, like, other things around it. Because 100 is a big number, right? The episode 100 will be in person. That's my my idea. The things, the pomp and circumstance around uh, the other th- other things with episode 100. Sure, we'll play we'll play some games on stream. We'll do some other stuff, um, but we'll figure that out with time. But the episode 100 will be done in person. I'm sure. We'll do it in person. I'm gonna get a shirt designed. I'm gonna hit my brother up, get something done for 100. Okay, it's not matching not gonna... shirts. Please don't do matching shirts. It has a... to be matching. You're gonna have to. All right, it. I'm in. Um, so, all right, all right. I'm going to keep myself on track here. Okay. For the for this last topic. But Steve's really you, fucking pushing the pedal on this show. I like it. Uh, I, because you know, I'm I'm knee deep back in boxing. I said I was just going to stick a toe in. This was 4 weeks ago. Now I'm up watching everything I can find. Here's the thing about Glovegate. First, Actually, I'm gonna let Zach tell you his opinion on Glovegate and what Glovegate is. Because I hear don't from know me, what it is, right? So you're saying right, Glovegate? Could you I'll, could I'll, you I'll, at least lay it out first and then ask me questions? 
So Glovegate has to do with the Tyson Fury and not to Tyson Fury versus uh Giante uh, Wilder fight. Two but this is one or two. One and two. This cool. is a large this is a larger conspiracy. This is a large scale conspiracy about time stamp on there for me, but let me lay this out for you, right? So in the first fight, Wilder didn't outright accuse him of doing something, tampering Tyson Fury being in him, of tampering with his gloves, but he insinuated heavily that there was something going on there, that he had tried to pull something and he just kind of let it go because the fight was, you know, it was called a draw. He knew they would meet up again. Let me also preface by saying this. I am not a Wilder fan, so I'm going to give you a complete unbiased opinion on this. Sure. I think, let me just qualify it even more by saying I am not a Wilder hater. I just look at him accurately as someone who appreciates boxing. He is what he is. He, yeah, exactly. He is what he is. And nothing. So, more. but he has a large following. He has a huge following. Sure. So that that statement started to snowball from the first fight into the second fight. A lot of people were obviously saying that Wilder was already making excuses for whatever was going to go down in the second fight, and he was making excuses for the first fight because he had been dominated. And I mean that word. I'm using the correct word. He had been outclassed and outboxed that entire first fight. Sorry, both fights, let's be fair. Both fights. But the first fight was there was something special because no one thought it was going to be that huge of a gap. But you and I, you, Cash, and I have talked about this. Mm -hmm. I called it back then. I was like, dude, he's he's just not he's not there skill level wise. This, we're sure. talking about Tyson Fury. This guy's been boxing since he was a kid. But and obviously, boxing, 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 yes. right? boxing, like, boxing. <laughs> like, like legitimate boxing. Not like he didn't just get put into yes. a camp and then have to be surrounded by a bunch of yes men and then have to have his manager pull in an actual trainer because the guy hits yeah. hard, right? Like that's it. And yeah. in heavyweight boxing, that's should be it generally. But when you meet someone like a Joshua who could box, like an right. Anthony Ruiz who can box, or right. like a uh like a Fury who could box, which are his three main people who he has to fight. Right, <clears throat> who the are triangle all yeah. legitimate, legitimate, talented boxers. So, if you think MMA fans are are very serious about their consumption of the sport and the purity of the sport, boxing fans they're they're way into it. Well, they're they're so purist, here's the right? yes, they're deep. So here's the problem, right? So second fight, it is what it is. Wilder got absolutely from bell one to the last bell rung in that fight mm. to the before the stoppage. He got dominated. People had been pointing out, and we can't clip it in here because I'm not even I'm not even sure what the legality of this whole thing is. But people have been pointing out since the night of the fight, live pay per view, that there was something amiss with Tyson Fury's gloves. So just to give you a crash rundown on the gloves in boxing, kickboxing, and or MMA, more so with boxing, those things get reviewed more than any other item in most sports, right? So the whole Tom right. Brady. The flake gate type mm -hmm. of situation, like the Nevada Commission, wherever the fight's taking place, that commission reviews the gloves. The night before the fight, both parties, and when I say both parties, it's promoter, fighter, manager from both sides, mm -hmm. review the gloves. They pick the gloves together and they say, these are the ones that we're going to go with. Then those gloves are then locked up, if I understand the process correctly, and they're not seen again until the gloves are viewed again by a representative of the opposing team and that locker room with that team's mm -hmm. corner men and everyone in the commission. But at any rate, you you I don't know if you saw the footage. There's a point where Tyson Fury's, uh, I believe it's his right glove. This is a new glove, mind you. 
it basically looks like it's not on his hand. I don't know if it's a weird angle. I don't know no, what I've, happened. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, you're exactly right. It looks like it's almost like half on his hand. Or, or Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what the issue was with the glove. Sorry, continue. Yeah, so this is where... So, But prior to this point, other people, and then to his credit, Wilder had never said anything publicly about it the night he lost the fight. He just chalked it up to one of his trainers, turned on him, threw in the towel. He felt like he still had a chance to come back and win that right, fight. And then he blamed it on the 40 pounds uh, costume that he wore out. Yeah, a number of things. All, all his fault. Him and Paulo Costa, they obviously go to the same gym and they talk to the same people because Paulo Costa just recently said something very similar. But... <laughs> oh, you didn't hear about this, did you? I don't want to hear about it, dude. Paulo Costa's a clown. So basically, Holocaust the fan smoked by Robert Whitaker too. By the way, yes, he does. Uh, so the fans have, have pointed that out. People, all the internet sleuths are sending out pictures, tweeting at Wilder, at Tyson Fury, and then it finally makes it to Wilder's brother, who basically says, "Hey, there's something wrong here. There's something amiss with Tyson's gloves." Tyson responds to that tweet. Obviously, he's a man of honor and ego. You know, he's like, you know, there's no no bullshit on my side. I beat your brother, fair and square. During the night of uh, Deontay uh, uh, Tank Davis versus, um, I forget the poor chap's name that the, just the, got the poor murdered. guy who who is I'm sure is still in a coma. Yes, right before that fight, I believe that's when Deontay uh, <laughs> came out. Video. And, yeah, released that video on IG basically, and it was a long monologue just stating that like you can't hold me down. I know that you cheated. I know that you had an egg in your hand. So the egg he's referring to, a lot of people were asking me, what is he talking about? It's actually a gripping device that you see boxers sometimes. Use to to yeah, keep yeah, the yeah, grip yeah. strength strong and their hand in the correct position. Right. But he's saying that it was, I believe what he's saying is it was, it was on the outs, you know, outside the hand, padded right here in the glove. And that's why he has that indent in his head. So Deontay Wilder is a psychopath. This whole thing doesn't have legs, but it's probably going to go to court. I'm calling it right now. This this is sure. going to court because he's going to make some type of claim against the commission. I just wanted to give everyone else, because I had written this man as a psychopath, but I forgot in the Sugar Shane Mosley fight against his opponent, the commission verified those very same gloves, and I got to look the guy's name up. Everyone had access. I mean, everyone verified that the gloves were safe, this guy actually snuck something into his glove when he fought Mosley. Now, luckily, that Mosley... Do you know who Sugar Shane Mosley is? Yeah. He's an amazing boxer. He's an amazing defensive boxer. And that's why this is going to play perfectly into it. You're, you're not going to be able to hit him, let alone hit him with a weighted glove. Sure. And he, and it, it worked out in his favor. Turns out later on that night, I remember watching that fight when they discovered that there was something wrong with the, the, his opponent's glove and it had been tampered with. And the three other instances... That this has happened. None of these, of these four instances, none of them were ever caught by the commission. In your opinion, does that give Wilder any legs to stand on at all? Listen, it, it makes a good case, right? It, it, you know, it, it, he has a way of, of, you know, validating his thoughts and, like, I, I don't know, right? It does, right? I think it does. If you look up the pictures of Fury's gloves and when he hits them, there is very clearly, there gloves were slipping. Something was going yeah. on with the glove, right? Because the gloves have structure, you know? And, yeah, there was something and weird. Gloves. They're brand new, right? There's something weird going on with the glove. I get that. Um, but I don't think he's padding the glove. I don't think he's, and I don't know if he's intentionally doing it. I don't know what it is. 
but it, listen, he outboxed him regardless, right? I, I don't. I don't so this know. Is, this is where it gets weird because what you're talking about is exactly the truth, man. Like, let's say that the, the gloves had been tampered with. And let's say Tyson Fury wasn't the one to tamper with. What if they were just faulty gloves? What if they were coming off? Whatever, all the what ifs. He still beat him fair and square in my mind as a boxer. Now, there are some weird things going on where it's like, what is that friggin' indent on the side of Wilder's head? And someone, I need a doctor or someone to step in and explain to me what that thing is. I honestly don't think that Tyson Fury is the type of guy that would do this. I could see. He doesn't need it. I could see Delahoya doing it. <laughs> I can name five other boxers that I believe that would do this before Tyson Fury. But just for the optics alone, where his career has been and where it finally came back to, yeah, I think the thing that we all need to be focusing on here is why did Deontay get hit so much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why does Deontay get hit so much? Why is De- Deontay a, a one strike a one strike puncher in boxing? Right, he only knows how to use his right hand. Um, you know, if you listen to uh Sugar Ray Leonard on um on Rogan, they talk about Wilder a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they say, you know, what would he do if if Wilder came to him and asked for training, right? And he's like, I don't need nothing with his right hand. Right hand gets taped behind his back. We focus solely on his left, and once you get that lead left hook, then we work on defense. Right, because then you, then you show someone something that they haven't seen before from you, and then you work on defense. Yeah, I, I listen, man. Um, I don't exactly know the situation regarding the glove. The glove thing is weird. If you look at it, his glove, the glove oh. isn't on his hand, a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Let's be totally fair. Right. Um, I don't know if it's loaded. I don't know. I, I don't think it would be right. I feel like the commission would see that. Do the commission take the gloves off as well? That's the thing that, like, so that's the part I'm waiting for someone to reach out to me. Where do the gloves go after the fight? Like, well, I like, think, who I likes think them? you know, they, they usually auction them off for for charity, I believe. Um, I think you could purchase one of the gloves if you wanted to after the fight. But I, I, my question is, does N- the Nevada State Athletic Commission come in and take the gloves off to verify? I would think so. I would think so. And the only reason I would say so is because once you get back to the once you get back to the dressing room, I have to like go back and look at the fight. I believe Tyson still had his no, you know what? They were off. Tyson, they were off in the ring. They were off, they were off in the ring but for every, the interview. Everyone always has them off. So where did the, who that's a good question. Who takes the gloves? Who takes the gloves off? Right? Does the does the sanctioning commission, does the sanctioning body, does this promoter come in over and take them off? Like who does that? Um, um I feel like the hoodie should have just gone back on and we're back in the conspiracy theory episode all over again. They're like, where are the gloves? Where did they go? The problem with this whole scenario is that, man, um, we're talking about boxing here, right? So if I'm just playing devil's advocate, it has been one of the most corrupted, fraudulent sports to ever exist. And anyone that would say otherwise or chalk it up to you've been watching too many movies, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. There have been fixed fights, mob intimidation, you know, everything short of like point shape, not point shaving, but you know, people shaving rounds to increase their odds with the bookies. I it's it's plausible. I just don't think it happened in this instance. Does that make sense? Like I could see the sugar shame Mosley situation because this dude was a dynamic fighter of his time. I could probably be being very biased right now. 
I don't think that you need that much to beat Deontay Wilder, right? Like, look at it. Uh, what was his name when he was fighting the McGilla Gorilla guy? Ortiz, is that that fool's name? Big old dude was winning the fight, basically, and then Deontay slept him with that one clubbing. One hand, what? but he hit him on the forehead, right, which is incredible. <laughs> you know what? And it's if you ever really want to take a trip down uh, just comedy, look at the way other boxers are responding to this, right? Like, you know when Deontay's texting them, privately they're like oh man i see what you're saying yeah you got an egg indent and as soon as that text message is over they're like this guy's fucking crazy <laughs> like he's freaking crazy and he released the video i don't know why people have to do this why do you got to drag god into it please if you're gonna say something crazy don't start it off by reading the scriptures just say your crazy statement and stand on it you know drag god into this madness what do you rake him in heavyweights man who Deontay? Because I don't, I don't. He's at the top. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he fights again. To be honest with you, I think we're going to see more of these shenanigans. I don't actually think we see him fight in a real contest. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think he fight. I think he boxes again, right? I think he boxes again, but I think he takes an easy fight. Um, which eighty percent of the fights out there for for Wilder are easy. Let's be fair. Wilder's very athletic. He's very gifted. Um, right. He's not a traditionally great boxer, but for what he is, he's very good at it. He's one of the most dynamic power punchers we've probably ever seen. Um, he takes fights again. I, I think he boxes again, but I don't think he takes another big name. I don't think he. I don't think we see Fury three. Uh, Fury no. wouldn't sign it fighting fucking someone else because he won't fight him. Right. I don't think we see the Joshua fight. Joshua would piece him up. We know I think this. Joshua pieces sure. him up. There is the off chance that Wilder hits him. Um, and we have seen that that Joshua kind of does almost, I don't want to say it, but he, he dro- drops a little easy. Um, Ruiz he doesn't, dropped wear, he doesn't wear the damage well. Right. Ruiz <laughs> dropped him like what? Ruiz, Ruiz got dropped and then dropped him again. But like to me, like Ruiz has power. Don't get me wrong. But, but Ruiz is technical. Right, and yep. that's where his thing is. He hits you with like these overwhelming shots, so he didn't. He doesn't have the, the huge, crazy one punch KO power, right? And he, he not he knocked Joshua down, and that's my thought. Um, so if Wilder does get a hit on Joshua, does Joshua stay awake? That's the hard thing. If he hits him with that same same punch that he hit Wilder or uh, Fury with in the twelfth round, Joshua's out. Oh, yeah. Joshua's out, out, right? And. Now, admittedly, I think Fury took that fight a little early. I think if Fury took that after the following fight, like he did one more tune-up fight and then fought Wilder, I think he smokes Wilder both fights so, oh, yeah. oh, so yeah. convincingly. It's 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 it's, uh, it's it's a shame. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he fights one of the major guys again. That's my opinion. Could you imagine if we saw Wilder that knew how to throw us a, a check uppercut or a check hook? Could you imagine that type of guy that just knew how to shoulder roll? Like, I think he took. Here's the crazy thing, though. Teddy Atlas, Floyd Mayweather's father, agree on one thing. They don't think that he has the chops to be retrained again. Like, it's like the bad habits are so ingrained in him that it's too late to salvage him. But in regards to to Glovegate, man, I was hoping this story would just kind of go away last week when it, or whenever it was, last week or two weeks ago when it broke. It's still hanging in there, man. And this type of stuff bothers me because not only are you calling in question the integrity of the sport, which, okay, I can deal with that, but you're really calling into question a man that I feel like worked his way back up to be where he's at. And I'm talking about Tyson Fury, dude. And I've also seen that there's some racial dynamic going on here. 
the guy that I sent you the video for today that was actually covering it, mm-hmm. I've watched some of his other stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, so you're a bigot. <laughs> That's what this is. And, like, just be, yeah, just to sum it up for everyone, he is black, the guy in the video I said, Zach. But he seems to have an issue, and he thinks that there's some racially motiva- motivated narrative going against Wilder. I and I'm like, that's through the- so much of that video, by the way. I didn't like the guy. He's an idiot. But he comes up in that feed, like, and he covers all the fights. So I try to get as much content as possible. But uh, yeah, there's no, there's no narrative here, man. Like he wasn't robbed because he was a black man. He just got beat. Now, if it turns out that he was cheated, he gets his belt back. But that doesn't change the fact that he got exposed. Do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? It yeah, does yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change. I agree. It does not change that fact. Screw Wilder, man. Screw that motherfucker. I lost three thousand dollars on that fight, man. What are you looking at, buddy? I'm, tr- I'm looking through like rules of boxing to find out what happens to the gloves after the fight. Um, I yeah. can't find anything. I'm gonna continue to do um, research on this because I'm actually genuinely curious. How does, how does, you know, what happens to the gloves right after the fight, right after it's called? What happens? What happens? Where do the gloves go? Who takes them off? Do they hide them, right? Like, because then, like, I could legitimately see this being an issue. If, like, his corner quickly cuts the wrap, cuts the tape, takes it off, and he's just in wraps now, discarded, right? yeah. And they like put him in a bo- put him in a bag and shoo him away to the to backstage, right? Like, then I see that as an issue. But what legitimately happens to the to the gloves afterwards, and that will be the key to to what is the answer to this issue. See, but the science doesn't match up on it, right? So on one hand, you're complaining about the fact that his glove, his being Tyson Fury, is coming off, right? That oh. that was the huge complaint that a lot of people have. Then there's another shot of the glove completely almost flattened out, right? And they're saying that there was no cushion there. He's throwing straight knuckle. Then the third, the third shoot on the grassy knoll is now he has some egg-like object inside the glove. And I'm like, it's too many conspiracies. It just doesn't make enough sense. So you're accusing him of three things or is the overarching thing that something was wrong, but these are the three most likely scenarios that we think because none of those things add up. Because if his glove was actually coming off, if that was the thing and you're saying that he's clipping Wilder uh-huh. with his fist through the wrap here, then all right, that would be the most likely thing to sure. catch him on. That would be the most likely thing. But the other shit, it, it just doesn't make sense, man. Yeah, here's what you do, Deontay. Get better, bro. Get better. <laughs> Get better, and you won't have to worry about cheaters. Be like Sugar. Sugar had a man who had a real-life weighted glove. Look it up. This is public domain. Could have killed Sugar. Could have killed Mosley in there. Man couldn't even put the glove on him. Yeah. Get better. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it, it's 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 hard. It's hard. I don't know what the answer to this is. Um, I hope it's Everyone down to the li- What's up? Ruiz versus Wilder. That's the answer you're looking for. That's an interesting fight. Um, this is a very interesting fight, actually, because uh, Ruiz gets hit, right? And, yeah. But Ruiz yeah. is, uh, you know, Mexican boxers, the stereotype is that they're very hard to put away, you know, right. and we'll see in that fight how hard he would be to put away. But he outboxes Wilder in every way imaginable because he's just a, the more technical guy and that's just the fact he's a stockier guy he's a shorter guy and he also likes a lazy jab which wilder is notorious for man he puts out a pulling jab and if Ruiz slips left or right 
that you know that overhand's coming right, right over or or body shots. I think it's a fun fight for the fans. But like I said, I don't think we see Wilder again because even if he's right about all this stuff, just like the kid from Justice League, I think the lawsuit is going to be the next move because he still got exposed, man. Just remember you heard it here first, guys. He got when exposed. A fighter, he got exposed. When a, when a fighter gets exposed like that, man, there's something happens to their psyche, and I, I just don't think that we would. And speaking, you know, that and the heavyweight division in boxing is all but deceased. They're doing worse than the UFC is doing in the heavyweight division. In fact, the UFC is doing so bad with their heavyweight prospects that Dana will pretty much sign you on the contender series if you even are you even manage to put your opponent away doesn't matter what your skill level looked like prior to that finish you're getting signed dude <laughs> you're getting signed dude. that's fun um yeah I, I don't know man i what i really hope is that we get down to the bottom of it right i want the what should happen is nevada state athletic commission should do an investigation right i think what they should legitimately if someone has a concern and if deontay while there's a legitimate concern which i think he should have um because the, yeah. the glove was weird yeah. They should submit a complaint. They should investigate and figure out what happened, right? Um, yeah. Now, do I want the 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 thought and the idea overturned? I don't care, right? I, I ultimately, it was a great fight. Fury won. I don't care if it's overturned on the record book. But does boxing do the thing where if if you're a person that's hard to work with, do they kind of shun you like they do in acting? Um, Yes. So if, if and promoters... he's becoming that guy now, though, right? Yeah. Is the last two fights he's been in, he's had complaints and excuses for both both fights, and now he's becoming the the hard to work with guy in in heavyweight boxing, and that is an issue. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. It's like uh, it's that promoters don't want to work with you. The fans are obviously going to feel some sort of way about you if you seem like a crybaby. This is a this is a real thing. You just got to accept the reality. People expect their combat athletes to be combat athletes Tough. and not <laughs> like just take it on the chin. Was the fight in Vegas, by the way? Um, It was in Nevada State Athletic Commission. So, yeah, I believe it was. All right. Because that so I, I just want to piggyback. I know that we're beating a dead horse here, but if you're going to file a complaint, you have to pick one charge. If I'm Wilder, I'm picking. Why does his glove look like it's coming off his hand? Correct. During, like, that's the charge I'm going with. That is absolutely what I go with too. <laughs> like, absolutely. Like someone's, someone's gonna have to explain that to me. Uh, at any rate, man. What 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 else you got, man? You, you what else you got, man? We, we shit on Call of Duty. They they're not releasing the game. By the way, they finally saw one of our episodes. And they're no, like, you know they're what? releasing it. They're absolutely <laughs> releasing it. It's coming out. I'm not buying it. Um. I'll, what up, Jose? I'll I'll bet it. I'll buy it on a on a sale if Zombies is good. But listen, man, I, at the end of this month, like Shadowlands comes out for, for WoW. I'm going. I'm going hard. I I think I might try to be uh, server first, level sixty mage. We'll, we'll, we'll okay. see. We'll see if I could do that. Um, you know, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't care about Call of Duty in the fucking slightest. I. I no interest. I'm going to be excited for the CDL because I think it's going to be a good competitive game. Um, yeah, PC, PC bound, man. PC yeah, but it's, like, it's got on controller still, so who cares? Um, <laughs> so I, I just think the CDL will be good this year. We'll see. I, I'm just, it's, it's just, it's not it for me this year, and I'm not even going to buy it, which is the, maybe the first time since Modern Warfare 2 that I haven't bought a Call of Duty on launch. 
You know, I was reading an article about ARM processors today that almost made it into the uh, topics, but then I was like, you know what? This is kind of like geek news. No one really cares about this except for I people also who care about care. it. Yeah. Uh, and then I started, that led me down the rabbit trail of reading articles about the PS5 and the Xbox. And uh, so, you know, the direct uh, d- direct drive thing that they got going there that they're thinking about bringing that to PC. And that the only card compatible to do it is the only card that no one can get their hands on. Right now, <laughs> and it's that like it's, it's 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 just amazing to me. But I, when I read that, I, I got this feeling inside of me. Where I was just like, I can't afford any of this shit. Why am I? <laughs> I didn't stop doing. I do that twice. too. Now I, I definitely do that too. <laughs> Listen, yeah. call it, buddy. You call it. You call it. You call you, it. Whoa, 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 whoa! Why are you forcing that responsibility on me? Okay, I won't. I, I won't call it, man. You won't. You won't call it. You won't call it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. This has been another episode of Talking with a Dad. Deontay Wilder, you want to file a complaint against us? Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the video. You can find us on our social media platforms. Everywhere. The website. Shout out to the audio listeners. You guys are gangsters, man. We still know who you are. I haven't looked at it this week. I've been I look at it every day on the hour, every hour. <laughs> it is what I do. <laughs> oh, good... we have so many listeners now. We're starting to get more data. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we got hit up for a couple of like sponsorship deals, and I no, turned them didn't. down no, flat. We didn't. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Yes, for sponsor reads. Rich, check your email. Do you not read the business email? Am I the only person I reading? I literally reading? looked at it today. There's nothing on there. That's because I deleted it, man. I I did the right thing. No, you did. No, it's just <laughs> you're just lying. You're just absolutely lying. No but one, for a second, no there, you, you, no, you, were, you, you really, for a second, you were like, if he deleted this fucking no, email. Well, I don't, no, no. I told, I told Manscaped that they could take that freaking thing and shove it right into our mailboxes because we would happily promote <laughs> their great product. <laughs> Make sure to tune in uh, Monday. We got anything going on for Monday for the mega episode? Did uh, you pick that up? I don't think so, man. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, okay. over the weekends, we'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with, jo- uh, not Jacare, uh, Glover and the other guy, uh, yeah, <laughs> ACL man. <laughs> yeah. Thiago Santos. <laughs> Poor guy. And again, discord link is in the video description. If you're in the chat right now, you're not a part of the discord. Please be a part of the conversation. Click that link. Talking with a dad family. Good night. Oh, <laughs>